Welcome to the 10th episode of That's What She Said with Cheddar and Dree. This is the show where we talk about things that we have read, watched or lived. Happy listening! So, let's talk about sex. Indian people, what do they know? Do they know things? Let's find out. First, what is sex education? It is a set of programs offering information on sexuality and contraception. This also encompasses um, things like gender identity, consent, awareness about sexual abuse, and you know, basically awareness around sexual health. Now, what do we get in the name of sex education in India? Well, not much. There's a chapter on human reproduction and biology, and that's pretty much it. Adolescents and sexually transmitted disease are touched upon, but sexual abuse, consent, love, respect, intimacy, all of these are completely left out. Most governments deem these topics to be inappropriate. Remember when our school teachers used to talk about um, our, our period and just that, just menstruation, menstrual hygiene, it was all just about Use your sanitary napkins properly, ladies, and start wearing a bra. And also, boys are bad. Yeah, that was the gist of it, the whole chapter. Yeah, and there was no attention paid on, you know, um, emotional or mental changes that teenagers go through. Uh, even, you know, the STD and contraception part, I think that was summarized in just four or five lines. Yeah, exactly. Even, like, uh, okay... You know, sex education isn't just limited to school curriculums. In a healthy society, the adults of that society, you know, the parents and the guardians, they have the responsibility of making their children aware about these things on an informal basis, you know. Making it a normal thing to talk about or think about sex and the things associated with it in a healthy way. But sex is such a taboo subject in our country that everything related to it is very um, hushed in, in a manner of speaking and but you know teenagers are very curious so of course they wanted to know stuff I mean they want to know stuff even we wanted to know stuff and you know um, we always ended up referring to our sources so that's what uh, these teenagers do they end up referring to unreliable and often very very wrong sources and um, these sources of information they can you know they can act extremely harmful they can be extremely harmful for uh, the growth of these individuals and for their self-esteem and self-confidence and sometimes this whole hush-hush attitude by the adults and you know all sorts of wrong knowledge that children gain about this stuff it can lead to dangerous consequences like becoming victims of abuse or um, pedophilia that escalated quick but yeah I, I i get it i i understand that such stuff isn't very kid friendly but we at least need to warn them about the social reality now yeah. i agree that parents do look out for their kids but mm-hmm. see when, uh, when a child reaches a uh, a certain age they start exploring new things and often fall for a culture that has normalized things like pedophilia in a country where child marriage is still prevalent it's not a surprise that young teens find it normal to fall for people twice their age or more than that but you know while thinking that age is just a number yeah this is this is a very dangerous 
territory you know this age is just a number thing yeah and a lot of times this puts them at risk of being victims of sexual abuse yeah no uh, we are not against the age gap thing right yeah i um, i just want to mention this about kids now two consenting adults given that one of them is not groomed for that exact purpose by the other Mm-hmm. can be with each other like despite the age gap yeah we are strictly talking about pedophilia here which is normalized to an yeah. extent in our society that young girls usually grow up thinking that being with a guy who is 6 to 10 years older than them is okay because mm-hmm. in the marriage that we uh, see around us it validates this age gap Yeah. But but we need to realize that a 14 year old being in a relationship with a 24 year old and a 24 year old being in a relationship with a 34 year year old are two different things. Yeah. Because the 14 year old is just a kid. Yeah, and the 24 year old is capable of giving and taking consent. Exactly. And they are at a re- age of uh, like giving consent, like the consent. Yeah. The whole thing should be rephrased. age is just a number when you are a consenting adult yeah and not groomed yeah what is grooming grooming is basically you know forming an emotional bond to make the child or you know victim trust the the predator you know with the eventual intent of sexual abuse or you know, sexual or romantic predatory behavior It can include several subtle things that might even look harmless on their own like showing too much physical affection being too friendly with children and um you know uh, it's it's a long list of things and sometimes these things are too subtle to even be noticed on their own so what these predators or these pedophiles do is that they make the victims feel safe as if nothing is nothing wrong is taking place and they normalize their own predatory behavior and show it as affection to the victim sometimes believing it themselves like you know the string of catholic priests apprehended for pedophilia a while back a lot of them uh, they believed that they were actually loving the children so how messed up is that very exactly like pedophilia is you know uh, when you when the grooming process is going on and even parents aren't aware of it because i highly doubt that our parents or many of uh, like adults who are who are parents or have been parents for a long time are actually aware of this term or, or this whole concept yeah you know it's I just get, an uh, annoying uncle who's being too friendly ah uh, i get the whole uh, sexual abuse or a uh, thing because parents are aware of that but the process of grooming is so complex that uh, i don't know a lot of parents notice that their kid is being groomed you know in the book lolita um before the the uh, it's it's a it's a book on pedophilia basically not on pedophilia yeah yeah pedophilia it's it's a complex book anyway narrated by a pedophile yeah it's narrated by a pedophile so in that book the 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 protagonist humbert humbert we have mentioned lolita before i think in our previous episode anyway you know humbert humbert before he even uh, touches lolita they have several instances where they talk and he 
um, talks to her about magazines and you know tells her how to behave or you know uh, nudging her towards certain kind of behavior and you know things like that and they were never seen as um something wrong by um the, the girl's mother because you know these things are innocuous and harmless on their own you have to like really pay attention to recognize it as predatory behavior and also you have to know beforehand that that this this is something that exists here yes. so child grooming is a complex subject and you know we would encourage you to um, read and find out more about it okay so uh, you know the information the beforehand information about the thing the lack of information and information from reliable sources is a major pro- problem here yeah all the information that we do get about such topics is through uh, our peers like as a team we get yeah. information through our peers which are who are as misinformed as we are yeah another source is movies which i must mention taught me that a girl gets pregnant if she spends a night with a guy <laughs> you know i used to believe the same thing in my this like i used to believe that if you drink milk with with the guy like if you just drink milk with the person that you've married uh, you you'll get a child that that's that's all there is to it in from the wedding night scene yeah because all they did was they drank milk and yes. and the next scene is oh the girl is pregnant like oh lights are out doors are closed and roses are kissing we don't know what's going on <laughs> all of a sudden the director is so much into flowers nature <laughs> So we we were kids right and we weren't smart enough to get all these euphemism exactly but we used to watch these movies so what were we supposed to like make out from it yeah <laughs> that i uh, drinking milk and uh, sleeping just spending the night not even sleeping together spending the night together i don't know maybe they were playing uno whole night i don't know <laughs> Okay, so Uno card made her pregnant. <laughs> What if she played a reverse Uno card? <laughs> I never thought about this as a kid. I should have. But anyways, so movies. And along with it comes the porn, the abundance of lies along with porn. And I'm not against the idea of the uh, idea and the concept of porn, but... what the porn industry serves us are unrealistic bodies and sexual expectations yeah you know when i first discovered porn my first reaction was of disgust and then later on when i accepted porn as a thing all it did was it gave me these inferiority complexes like oh uh, is this what a human body is supposed to look like okay i never had that disgust phase but because i think i was porn at a very later stage i i watched it almost accidentally i don't no no i i i yeah so it, it it came as a shock to me you know a lot of people do watch it accidentally yeah that's again something a predatory behavior that it's uh, dangerous you know a lot of a lot of seniors i mean i was i don't know how old i was i think i was 15 
okay no no i was much older i think yeah. but i was much older i don't even want to mention what me watching <laughs> but, yeah, yeah let's I, talk about that. yeah i but i do think that uh, like a lot of kids have a very stumbling upon the porn type of experience yeah they have this senior or this some family member who is messed up enough to introduce them to porn against their will yeah exactly i have heard about such experiences and this is very sad like this is one of uh, one of the predatory behavior that we earlier were talking about yeah so um, yeah but even even if you watch it willingly even mm-hmm. then or how teens teenagers do it like uh, they do search for it and they do find ways to access it mm-hmm. so then they get this unrealistic sexual expectations or body expectations yeah so, uh, the culture that it propagates also uh, the culture that it propagates have give this wrong ideas about issues like consent Mm-hmm. Now, with easy access to internet and no supervision and the lack of proper sex education young yeah. kids often get all their all their sexual ideas from pornography and toxic mm. culture of objectification and sexual abuse becomes normalized for them yeah as i said also the issue of consent now consent is something as simple as if it's not just about you if someone else is involved then you need their yes or no and you mm-hmm. respect whatever they choose well absolutely yeah it's just not for sex it's just such a simple concept i don't know why i see why people don't get it yeah you if i don't want you to hold my hand don't hold my hand yeah it's not just for sex consent is important for even simpler things like holding hands or just touching someone else's body even having yeah. a picture of someone a picture that's not made available in public domain by that person it requires yeah. their consent yeah yeah exactly now our society has almost no concept of consent and i mean it Yeah, exactly. There is it's <laughs> I don't even have a, a a word to describe think, my I, feelings I, on it. I think everyone who uses social media knows this. Yeah. There's no concept of consent. Instead of respecting someone's boundaries or a simple no, people have this habit of justifying their actions by saying stuff like they had a harmless intent. And yeah exactly when it comes to sex the only thing you require to have it is a proof of marriage oh dear, yes marriage certificate just a proof of marriage See, yeah have this concept of illegitimate sex which mm-hmm. is a term used for premarital sex yeah and that's the reason why people take marriage as a license to have sex you know what this thing that you know sex before marriage is bad even if it's between consenting adults and sex after marriage is good whether or not um uh, uh, any uh, any of the involved party gets consent can no one see how flawed this is i don't know for a country where we don't have any law for marital rape where marital rape doesn't exist i'm going to go with nobody can <laughs> yeah not even the uh, no not just the premarital sex even sex itself is so stigmatized in our society yeah now this whole stigmatization i just don't get it i mean a process that is capable of making new life and 
giving ecstatic pleasure to um, and how and why is such a thing bad i mean why 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 on earth is it a taboo i have no idea you know from the country that gave a kama sutra to the world to the country that would you know um star the word e in sex i know right <laughs> it 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 saddens me like i'm not someone who wants people to like i still can't talk about sex in front of my parents i understand it but why yeah we all know it for a fact that if we exist then at some point of time some somebody had sex yeah it's the <laughs> obvious thing like it's as, as obvious as breathing yeah i know we can't change the whole education system or social culture overnight but if we could just let the right words reach the young ears because that's very important yeah adolescence is the age where people are exploring these areas of life we you know we did you know the thing is that um uh parents or you know society in general wants to i think they sort of want to protect their children and they don't want their children to know anything at all about about these these subjects but they are going to know things and they are going to know wrong things so is it not better to teach them the right things instead of teaching them nothing of teaching them nothing yeah. and you know when you say that parents are trying to protect their kids i understand like i i agree that they are trying to do that but yeah. protecting from what because you cannot protect someone from the idea of sex yeah you have to protect them from this idea getting getting them into used against them yeah getting them into trouble yeah. yeah so to do that you have to clear the idea yeah exactly sir in class 8 and class 10 doesn't do that you know my brother um, like he, he he goes to school he's a school kid so um, i was checking out his textbook i was checking out i mess up in every episode don't i one word or the other anyway i was checking his textbooks out and you know uh, he had this one extra page and uh, child helpline numbers were given out there in case of abuse and you know i uh, i found it good because we didn't have that in our time to day so but it would be better if you know teachers talked about this thing as well to to their students and and parents to their kids recently things have been better in this field you know in in february 2020 the human resource department announced a new more inclusive and wholesome sex ed curriculum you know um it includes several things like you know growing up healthy emotional well-being mental health uh, relationships values and responsible uh, citizenship topics of gender health healthy lifestyles reproductive health safety of, against violence and you know better use safe use of the internet and so on and so it, it's a good step it's it's a, a very good step and and my mother who's a who's a school teacher she talks about these teacher training programs and workshops for facilitating better sex education of adults and so you know this is progress Yeah. Okay, for that for that. Let's hope that things do change both in school and at home and we get over this taboo thing and accept like uh, through sex yeah. education. Yeah. 
let, let's hope now now that we've talked about you know abuse and sex education what about sex itself you know there was this guy aristotle i don't i don't personally great scientist and not so great philosopher i mean this is my personal opinion but anyway so he describes two kinds of love and there's eros or the romantic love and philia love between friends and he said that 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 friendship was superior than than seeking romantic or sexual relationship in fact he says that uh, sexual uh, desires can actually be dangerous and this school of thought still uh, somewhat exists in 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 some sort of a distorted form and sex is seen as something shameful sometimes even in sex positive cultures sex is viewed as this bad vice that people can still enjoy like like drinking yeah. you know certain sort of moral impurity is implied that is a very christian idea exactly it is and you know even in even in societies that are more sexually evolved let's say um they still see it as this bad thing that they do for fun you know simple harmless terms like let's get down in dirty it's bad and they yeah, accept it yeah exactly and in in more conservative sort of society sex is a term and and people are shamed for their sexuality like sex is bad anyway people either accept it or they don't yeah we hold a general sort of inferior position in our consciences for conscience for for sex and sexual things in fact um i've seen it in a lot of times in movies and and even in real relationships the phrase i don't see you that way being used as the utmost form of love and respect as if having sexual desires for someone is inherently wrong or dis- or disrespectful towards them okay i wanted to say something when we yeah. said that sex is bad anyway we did not mean it like we are saying that sex is bad yeah 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 that's yeah, we are just that's that, how that's how society perceives we, yeah exactly we were coming out like people who are saying sex is bad and we can yeah. this whole school of thought is is stemming out of the same guy aristotle who claimed that slavery is moral because those enslaved are innately inferior to their masters yeah yeah so are we really going to believe this guy no we don't <laughs> you know i i don't uh, believe with this particular world view not of the slavery thing of uh, about the, about the sexuality thing you know i don't I mean okay um, you know what is wrong with finding your partner sexually attractive in a relationship of two consenting adults sex can be beautiful and soulful and fun or or, or all of these what there are just wanted to be it just have to be sex that yeah, consent yeah yeah there are just three important words that go with it appropriate age awareness and consent because if one of them i don't think if any of them is not involved even one of them is not involved then it is sex i don't think yeah exactly when when we use the word sex it implies that it is between two consenting adults so we hope that our this whole talk was something beneficial to you and we were able to like reach you with yeah you said we wanted to reach you with 
yeah and this is a very like broad and deep thing and we, we barely scratched the surface of it but and we believe we hope- that our listeners are very aware and very open minded to yeah and open to new ideas and exploring things yeah and we are we definitely hope for a better future because like when we look at our teen years we really hope and we really wish that uh, when we were teens and when we were in like, around that year around that age yeah have got a better idea of uh, sex and sexuality and a better sex education and people and you know understanding of gender and in and accepting our bodies and like so many yeah. different things that yeah. and someone and someone who was willing to share these things with us some someone who was uh, responsible and reliable and uh, you know well informed because yeah. we, all we had was each other and all of us were messed up yeah Yep. We didn't know any better. So we really hope that the next generation or people who are uh, around that age right now get a better environment than we did. Yeah. So, yeah, this is our little step towards creating that better future. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I got emotional. <laughs> I understand. Okay. So let's end it here. Yeah, so this has been that's what she said. Stay tuned for the next episode and many more to come.